Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. I am Rodney Smith, and welcome to an episode of Our Own Voices Live, coming on on a special day and time. Normally, we come on at... And now, to honor America, especially the brave men and women serving our nation in the Persian Gulf and throughout the world, please join in the singing of our national anthem. The anthem will be followed by a flyover of F-16 jets from the 56th Tactical Training Wing at MacDill Air Force Base and will be performed by the Florida Orchestra under the direction of Maestro Yaha Ling and sung by Grammy Award winner Whitney Houston. because we're talking about Memorial Day. And the national anthem is about the flag that represents our country, even though controversy has sprung up with one of the stanzas in the song, it is still what represents this country. And on Memorial Day, we recognize those who have made the ultimate sacrifice And it is a patriotic thing 
So I just wanted to start the show off today with, with that, and I could think of no better person to do it than Whitney Houston. So welcome, everybody. Uh, it is the end of a three-day, for some people, a four-day Memorial Day weekend, often known for barbecues, traveling, and time off. But is that what Memorial Day is really about? Well, we're going to talk about that. I mean, what do you say to a person on Memorial Day? On Christmas, you say Merry Christmas. On New Year, you say Happy New Year, Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving. But what do you say on Memorial Day? And do people know the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? We're going to delve in to Memorial Day on the show. But before we go in, let me give you a little information about myself and the show. I am Rodney Smith the co-host of Our Own Voices Live with Mrs. Angela Thomas. Normally we come on Saturday at 12.30 p.m., but because this is Memorial Day, I wanted to do a little special show on Memorial Day, and I wanted wanted to do it when everybody had settled down and gone through sort of what people do on Memorial Day. So we could maybe sit down and just kind of, won't be a long show today, or at least it's not planned to be, but talk about, Memorial Day, what it is, its history, how do you recognize it, and, you know, maybe talk about those family members who, or friends, or maybe if you're in service or serve some of your troops that may not have made it home. So the title of our show today is Memorial Day. A little bit about us. Uh, Our Own Voices Live is a radio show featuring people and stories from our community in Las Vegas, the surrounding area, and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the cultural and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. And some of the ways we do it is with shows like Our Own Voices Live, where we try to bring topics like Memorial Day to you. Uh, Also, we have Our Own Voices, the digital and print magazine, which is what started everything off. And Our Own Voices magazine talks about the various cultures and holidays, cultural observances that we have in this country, with Memorial Day being one of them. What we believe is that the more we know about one another, the more we will find that we have in common, the less afraid we will be of each other. And because we realize that we do have stuff in common, maybe if we focus on what we have in common and then build from there, it will bring us closer together and maybe, just maybe, eliminate some of the fear that we have of each other and not just fear, but the tangible actions that come from that fear. So Our Own Voices Live came from Our Own Voices, the print and digital magazine, and now we are here. We do some community events. We we have a book fair uh, coming up with the folks at CSN and Dr. Patty Thomas. That will be 
in June. I believe it's right around June 15, but as we get closer to the date, I will keep you informed. If you would like to volunteer, please hit me up on the Our Own Voices or Our Own Voices Live Facebook page. We also have a weekly gathering at the Westside Bistro, which is located at 710 West Lake Mead Boulevard inside of Nevada Partners. And we just try to break bread and, and share, get to know one another. Again, it's establishing those relationships. We don't care what political affiliation, what religious order, what color. We just want to find out about you. And hopefully you'll find out about us. And from there, maybe we'll be able to mark March 4th together to accomplish something more than we otherwise would have. So that gives you a little bit. And we do other things in the community, too. We have our monthly statue cleanup, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. statue cleanup on the corner of Martin Luther King Boulevard and Cary. That's the third Saturday of each month. And if you ever want to come out there, we would love to have you. Another opportunity to meet and greet and get to know one another. So I want to get to Memorial Day. And I want to discuss the history of Memorial Day just a little bit. And the first bit of history about Memorial Day that I want to share with everyone is that it wasn't always called Memorial Day. Does anyone know what it was called? If you do, hit me up, give me a call at area code 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600. Would love to know, do you know what Memorial Day was called before it was named Memorial Day? And roughly, do you know when Memorial Day got started, and why, give us a call, 347-826-9600. I love to, love to find out how much you all paid attention to this. And, you know, when I went over this, one of the things that I thought about cultural holidays and their relevance and significance to us, do we teach that to our children? And here's another question. Should we? teach that to our children. I say that because so many people are confused about Memorial Day and oftentimes get it confused with, well, Veterans Day. So it's just a thought, just kind of curious. Do you think we really need to spend time in our schools to educate our children on these holidays that must have been important at some point because we have them. And so since we have them, shouldn't we know the, how to celebrate them and their origins and what they're all about? 347-826-9600. And let me know what you think about that because people don't know. So while we're, while we're maybe waiting to see if we get a, any calls, Memorial Day obviously wasn't always here. And Memorial Day has actually taken a few different forms before it's come as we recognize it today. So just to 
keep you all out of the, let me tell you, let me give you the answer for Memorial Day. Uh, Memorial Day actually started out as Decoration Day. So Memorial Day was not always Memorial Day. It started out as Decoration Day. And there's a bunch of different stories on how this day formed. Uh, There's some people who say it really didn't form until 1888. Some people say it formed in in 1865. There's others who say it actually started in 1862. Of course, decorating graves goes back hundreds of years. So the, the concept of decorating graves is not new. But for us doing it in America, actually, it's not that long ago. Uh, Roughly 1862, when we know that people decorated Confederate uh, graves, oftentimes it would be the women, and they would go and decorate the graves of the fallen. We also know, and I believe his name is Dr. Blight, found out that slaves and Free people would decorate Union soldiers' uh, graves. As a matter of fact, he attributes Memorial Day to those uh, slaves and former slaves and and freed people decorating the graves that ultimately gave us Memorial Day. Founding of Arlington Cemetery, Arlington National Cemetery, has a lot to do with those slaves decorating the graves because ultimately the government purchased the land and that became our uh, most prominent national cemetery. Houses the tomb of the unknown. And the, the tomb of the unknown is where is at Arlington National Cemetery. And when we have men or women now whose bodies have not been returned and in some cases whose remains have been returned we don't know who they belong to and then they are recognized with the tomb of the unknown some people call it tomb of the unknown soldier but the tomb of the unknown which is at Arlington National Cemetery and you have an army unit uh, nicknamed the old guard that protects the tomb and you can go to Arlington National Cemetery to the tomb of the unknown and you can watch the changing of the guard it is a ceremonial process with ceremonial uniform by the army and they take a certain number of steps they turn a certain way they take a certain number of steps so their facing movements it's all calculated And even in storms, the guards of the Tomb of the Unknown are still on post. I believe there was one storm when they actually were ordered to stand down. But other than that, the the guards for the Tomb of the Unknown have been there watching guards. And if you don't think those rifles are real, and if you don't think they're real guards, all you have to do is watch someone encroach upon the tomb. And you will watch the guard give a warning, 
and you actually can hear on some videos the guard ratcheting a shell into the chamber as a warning to people who encroach upon the tomb of the unknown. That's how serious we take the loss of life. And ultimately, Decoration Day, which is now known as Memorial Day, is an extension of how serious we take the loss of life. Initially, Decoration Day came about, as I said, in 1862 with women, mostly women decorating Confederate uh, Confederate soldiers' uh, grave sites. And then later we noted in 1865 we had uh, slaves and freed people, Africans, because they weren't African-Americans at the time, who decorated Union uh, slave sites. And even Waterloo, I believe it's Waterloo, Michigan. I have to look it up. But I think that they've been claimed to be the founders of Memorial Day. Now, Memorial Day did go by the name of Memorial Day in some places in the South, but in the North, it was still Decoration Day. And there was no Veterans Day. It was Decoration Day, then it went to Memorial Day. So the Civil War was this horrendous event that took place. We had roughly 500,000 Americans. And and, and I'm going to say Americans because even though the Confederates had tried to succeed from the Union, it was Lincoln who went to war to keep them in the Union. And we had the Civil War Literally, you had brother against brother, sometimes cousin against cousin, classmate against class. Many of you may not know that uh, General Lee and General Grant, they, they were both West Point cadets. May have even known each other at West Point. And here they were fighting this huge battle. Now, some say it's for states' rights. Some say it was for the states to have the right to keep people like me into captivity, and they never gave up the idea. But ultimately, a bunch of people, Americans, died. And it's unlike anything that's ever happened in this country before. And they had to be buried someplace. And it took more than a year to bury all of the bodies after the war. Can you imagine that? From this, we have burial insurance. That's right, burial because people had to wanted to pay to get their people buried. And if you didn't have a plan to get them buried, they could be left out there or, or dumped into uh, large graves with multiple people. So if you got burial insurance, that would sort of guarantee that you would get your loved one back. And you can see how the insurance market has grown to this day. You can see how Memorial Day once, Decoration Day has gone from a somewhat obscure holiday. As a matter of fact, it even sort of lost favor. But then we had World War One, and we had World War Two, and we had a, we t- we had a lot of casualties. And there was we needed a way to sort of recognize those men and 
and, and women who gave their lives. So Decoration Day over time became Memorial Day. Now, here's the thing about Memorial Day that's a little different from most other holidays. So in 1967 is actually when Declaration Day became really an official day. Now, it was Declaration Day, but Memorial Day has been used, as I said earlier, but it was still considered Declaration Day. And then the official name came in 1967. And then in, and believe it or not, Memorial Day used to be on May 30th. That was the actual day for Memorial Day. You know, America is about money. So in 1968, Congress passed a Uniform Monday Holiday Act. And basically what it did was instead of having holidays fall any day of the week, because they're by date, they set them up on a specific day, a specific Monday. And that way workers could have a three-day weekend. And it allowed businesses to plan for this as well. So don't think they were just doing it for the workers. So since May 30th sometime would fall on the last May of the month, the last May of the month became, excuse me, the last Monday of May became the actual specific date for Memorial Day. Now, every state didn't like the idea of changing it. Many states wanted to keep it on its specific date. Matter of fact, there's still some states now that occasionally mention it. But after, you know, some confusion and unwillingness to comply, eventually all 50 states, I believe it was in 1971, adopted official Memorial Day holiday on the last Monday of May. So that's what gave you your three-day weekend. And it's also considered the official start of summer and the vacation season. So that gives you a little background on how we got to Memorial Day. So a good buddy of mine, he contacted me today, and he wished me happy Memorial Day. And really, that's actually sort of opposite of what Memorial Day should be. Because Memorial Day is actually a somewhat of a somber day. It's a day of remembrance for our loved ones, those who gave their lives so that we can have the lives that we have today, whether it was back in the Civil War or the Spanish-American War, uh, World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, the Forgotten War. All of these wars, we had people give their lives. Memorial Day is when you're supposed to set aside some time, not necessarily to barbecue, but believe it or not, it was a time where people went to grave sites, cleaned up the grave sites, maybe left some flowers, decorated the grave, 
spend time with family, and oftentimes went to church and had a church service. You'll find that many of our holidays had a religious aspect, though Memorial Day per se is not a religious holiday. And when they would go to church, they would actually have potluck. And so no one or singular person would have the burden of preparing all the food. So maybe the church would have some things, but the members, the congregation would bring things sometimes pre-identified and sometimes not. And they would come and they would have, a, you know, they would go to the grave sites, they would clean them, they would decorate them, they would have a church service, and then they would basically gather together and they would eat. Now, this portion about gathering together and eating, it sort of reminds me of why we do the gathering on Fridays. Because the nation really didn't heal, and some would say still has not healed after the Civil War. As a matter of fact, the woman whose daughter eventually established Mother's Day, one of the reasons why she did that for her mother was cause her mother to have gathering for Civil War veterans, both Union and Confederate soldiers, to help mend those wounds. So there actually is a tie-in between Mother's Day and Memorial Day. So a little bit of what happens on Memorial Day, and I'm going to read this to you. So on Memorial Day, the flag of the United States is raised briefly to the top of the staff, and that's at the beginning of the day, and then solemnly lowered, solemnly lowered to the half-staff position, where it remains, and this is unique, it only happens on Memorial Day, where it remains until noon. It is then ceremoniously raised to full staff for the remainder of the day. Now, there's a significance for the half-staff. The half-staff position remembers the millions of men and women who gave their lives in service of this country because it's been more than a million. It was over 100,000 just in the Civil War about 58,000 in Vietnam, about eight to 10,000 so far in the Gulf Wars. So then at noon, and this is what it says, at noon their memory is raised by the living. So let me give it to you again. On Memorial Day, the flag of the United States is raised briefly to the top of the staff and then solemnly lowered to the half-staff position where it remains until noon. It is then raised to full staff for the remainder of the day. The half-staff position remembers the more than one million men and women who gave their lives in service of their country. And then at noon, their memory, the memory of these over one million men and women who gave their lives, is raised by the living, oftentimes in ceremony, who resolve not to let their sacrifice be in vain. 
And that's not just for those wearing the uniform, but that's for this country. And so it's not, it, who resolved not to let their sacrifice be in vain, but to rise up in their stead and continue the fight for liberty and justice for all. So that means that not just on Memorial Day, but it means that we should be forever vigilant because freedom isn't free, and it was bought and paid for by the blood, the sacrifice, the lives of uniformed men and women who went forth to fight so that the rest of you wouldn't have to. There's only about 1% of our country who's worn the uniform. About 3% of the country are immediate family members of the 1%. So maybe we can round up a little bit and we'll say that there's only 5% roughly of this country that has an immediate or direct connection with fighting for it. One percent actually does the fighting. Three percent supports the one percent. And the 96 percent benefit. So when we go to war, there's only four percent of this country who really are vested in the fighting. It's not to say that others aren't aware of it. But it's a big country, and it has over 345 million people. And 1% of it puts on the country's colors and goes to fight for it. And then 3% tend to them when they come back. Whether they come back as they left, which most don't go injuries, as I did, and others, come back with PTSD or TBI, which can be a lifetime challenge, not only for the service member, but also for the caregivers. But then there's the select few. Like at the time, my best buddy, Master Sergeant William Bill Wild Bill McDaniels. I called him, we affectionately called him Mr. Bill because that's what my son called him. And he was a neighbor and he was a friend. He was much younger than me, so I had a chance to watch him grow up in the military. Bill and I both were crew chiefs at one point, served together at a location, and Bill joined the Special Forces, the Air Force Special Forces. Yes, believe it or not, the Air Force had Special Forces. And he became a pararescue man. We call them PJs for, for short. So when you see the Apollo capsules splash down and you see the divers who go in the water to help save the capsule and rescue the, the astronauts, those are PJs. Sometimes you would see pictures of pilots being saved in Vietnam, Kosovo, and later in the Middle East. 
Those were PJs, and they would have to provide medical care, help them egress or escape, and also fend off the enemy until that pilot could be safely loaded aboard a rescue vehicle, most of the times a helicopter, and evacuated out. Well, on this particular mission, Master Sergeant McDaniel, he didn't make it home. His helicopter was shot down, and my my neighbor, my best friend, Master Sergeant McDaniel, went down with the helicopter. They found his helmet, but they never found the body. As a matter of fact, his wife, who I who I knew, who was much younger than Bill, literally I watched grow up from a teenager into a woman. I watched, I was there when their first son was born. I got a chance to see my friend Bill McDaniel, Master Sergeant McDaniel, hold his firstborn son. Fortunately, Master Sergeant McDaniel went out on this mission, classified covert mission, and didn't make it back. He never knew that his wife was pregnant with his second son. See, that's the sacrifice. And that's just one, and there's many stories. And I just shared the story of my friend. So what we're supposed to do on Memorial Day is we're supposed to take time to not only clean and decorate the grave and spend time together, but it's a time of remembrance. It's when we're supposed to reflect on the lives of our family members and others who sacrificed as Mr. Bill did so that others may live. That's what Memorial Day is all about. A side benefit is a three-day weekend for some, four-day for others, a lot of barbecues, some partying, yes, all of that. But ultimately, it is not meant to be a happy day. It is not meant to say happy Memorial Day because it is a somber day of reflection of those who sacrificed so that we could live. And I, it's okay as a veteran to thank me for my service, but really that's Veterans Day. We oftentimes post our pictures to remind people that it's Memorial Day. But really, it's a time of remembrance. It's a time of reflection. And it is meant to be a solemn occasion to reflect on those who sacrificed. And there's a saying, all military sacrifice some, but some sacrificed all. For the PJs, they're saying is they're saying, and I just keep thinking about Mr. Bill, so that others may live. We have life. Some of us may have physical injuries. Some of us may have emotional injuries. But we have life. Memorial Day is to reflect on those whose lives they gave for us. Try to remember the meaning of Memorial Day. As this day comes to an end, 
and be prepared for next year when it comes around again. And I hope that this will help you better understand how to celebrate Memorial Day. If you haven't gone to here in Southern Nevada, our veteran cemetery is at Boulder, Boulder City. Please gather up your family, and if you don't have family, gather up your friends. And one Memorial Day, go out and watch the activities at the cemetery. If you're looking for a volunteer activity, they always could use more help planting flags at the grave site. I've done that. I did that last year, and I hope to do it again this coming year. It was a time of reflection. And maybe if more would go out and do it, you would understand that you don't say happy Memorial Day. It is a time of reflection on those who are no longer here and whose families probably aren't too happy. I said I wasn't going to be on too long, so I think you have the gist of what Memorial Day is and how to celebrate it. You've been listening to Rodney Smith with episode of Our Own Voices Live, and today's topic was simply Memorial Day. To all of you who are still serving, yes, we do thank you for your service. For those who are no longer with us, I take time to salute and to remember you this day. And for those who are the family members of those who are no longer with us, like Silas, who was that son, I saw Mr. Bill Holt and his wife, Debbie. Every year, my thoughts and prayers go out to you, Debbie, and to the rest of the family as we recognize your loss and the loss of the other wives and spouses on Memorial Day. To all the family members, sons, daughters, aunts, uncles, sisters, and brothers, mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, our thoughts go out to you this Memorial Day and each Memorial Day. And we will never forget the sacrifice that your family member gave so that we could live and enjoy the bounty that this country has to offer. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next Saturday at 12.30 p.m. And we may do a special show this week on Black Wall Street, the massacre of Black Wall Street, because it actually happened on Memorial Day. Everyone, if you have a family member or someone who served, it's okay to give them a hug. Let them know that you love them, that you care. I know that there's some who rebel against war and those who go to fight it. And I would say to you, if you don't want us to be in war, then pay close attention to who you vote into government, whether it's in the Congress or the presidency. But know that when called upon, those of us who volunteer to wear our country's uniform, to hold the flag, 
that we will go when called. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our Memorial Day special show. And when the flag goes down, and usually ceremoniously, when the president lays the wreath at the tomb of the unknown, we hear a song that should remind everyone of the solemnness of Memorial Day. So it's going to take us out. See you again and go to our own voices live and leave a comment.